Welcome fellow humans and fellow Eternal Life students. I'm Tom and this is the amazing Kimberly. Would you just like to introduce yourself? I've got to point the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Kimberly. Nice to see you guys again. How is, uh, how's your um, weekend going so far? Not bad. Not got bad. a lot to do. Would you like to share with the wonderful viewers what our podcast is about? Today, it is about the difference between control and boundaries. Ooh, I like that one. Isn't that I a good it. one? I do, I do, I like it. And welcome everybody watching around the world. Yes, Please, welcome. Don't forget to like and subscribe and, and comment because it helps our SEO, apparently. Oh. Um, and, you know, I, mean, I really hope you enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy making it and editing. Okay. Um, Ready? You are the, the lady with the questions and the, the hopefully also the answers. So All right, let's see. Okay, so um, first, uh, let's describe a little bit about the differences, right? Okay. Uh, control is meant to make others be what you want them to be mm -hmm. versus boundaries make it safe for us to be ourselves. So that's the difference between the two. I like that. I like that. Um, okay. I... I I'll speak for my eye. I, I'm not somebody that, that I don't know. Like, um, what always wants to be in control. I'm happy. I'm I'm calmer in the chaos. I think that that's my kind of um, philosophy or my view on life. What, what about yourself? Combination of both. Okay. I do very well in chaos because mm. I can control certain things. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm calm and I'm collective because I've already thought five steps ahead. Okay. You know what I mean? Would you view life life to you as like a game of chess then? Yeah, a chaotic chess game, possibly. Mm. Um, but it's a beautiful mess, you know? Okay, I, I can understand that. Yeah. Um, I think I've, because we, we, we promote a lot of about mental health and trauma and stuff. And I always find that people have been through certain traumas in, well, in life in general, but generally in childhood, they kind of... Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. They have a tendency to always want to either control or understand, get as much information about a situation in order for themselves to feel safe. And it's a really kind of difficult concept sometimes to explain to people. They can come across as quite, um, I don't know, outside of the norm, but really they're just okay. filled with anxiety and just like, well, if I can control the situation, then I can feel more secure. Like, because my, my general state of being is, is absolute dread or fear or anxious, like, you know. In my job, it actually works out in my benefit <laughs> because there's chaos and there's always emergencies and stuff like that. So you mm. always have to be prepared for it. Yeah. So I guess certain times control is good mm. and certain times it's not. It just depends on how you apply it. Could you could you give an example of when um, control is, is not, a, a, um, I don't know, a good way to be or a good way to live? Yes. Um, when you are trying to make other people feel a certain way, mm -hmm. um, that is something that's not healthy. So, for example, I, I have people who may be sad and I don't want them to be sad. Mm -hmm. So I try to make them happy, but maybe they need to have those feelings. They, okay. need, to, they need to have it. Um, just because I care and I want them to be happy mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's my choice of what they feel. Mm -hmm. That's 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 interesting point, like because you do it's it's, it's our, I think it's a human empathic kind of trait that when we see somebody sad or or depressed or or 
going through some kind of emo uh, emotional distress for want of a better word we kind of want mm -hmm. to comfort them and make them feel okay whereas sometimes yeah. it is it is better just to let them go through it but um yeah. i would i wouldn't interject on the point that some people um when they're growing up they haven't learned to self self soothe i gotta pronounce that properly and so they, they, they kind of need an external kind of, not so much validation, but they need, they need an external hug, don't they really? Okay. You know, they, they need somebody to just reassure them that everything is going to be okay. And sometimes it's, it's, it's um, differ, differentiating, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean, what they actually need. Like it's, it's kind of a lot could be, you can tell kind of like either through body language or sometimes when some people are in distress, they, they will act out do you yeah. know I mean? as, True. as, uh, I mean, as children generally do when they can't convey how they're feeling or the emotions that they're feeling or maybe they're being overwhelmed by them they just I don't know so. I mean there's also very unhealthy control issues mm. too right mm -hmm. it's not just your your typical understanding about someone you know they don't feel good so you want to make them happy but there's also those who basically they want to um control the way someone thinks or the way that yeah. they act mm -hmm. for their benefit yeah. without any care and that's another thing you have to watch out for mental health Mm -hmm. but that, that that again comes from their own fears and, and anxieties like and it's something that's quite common with people with abandonment issues mm -hmm. or um not so much attack well attachment issues as well they've been through they've got this this deep seeding seeded fear of of abandonment or that other person sort of leaving them so they try and control the other person like oh, if i can control them they won't leave me like, you know but the ironic thing about it their own behaviors actually force that person away like, I kind of speak from experience. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm actually, Tommy, you know I mean? I'd say both sides of this, Tommy. You know I mean? I've been a complete a hole in, in relationships sometimes, like, you know, it's my own abandonment and attachment issues, like, you know. But to see it from the other side, like, you know, because I sort of was once in a relationship with someone that was very, um, I don't like using this term, but I will use this term narcissistical mm -hmm. in the sense, but that, that is born out of the fear of abandonment. And they, they kind of like took that to extremes. Right. It's weird. It was, uh, I mean, it, it, it's actually, it was a positive thing. It made me kind of take a look at myself and go, oh, my God, I don't mean see myself mirrored in somebody else. You know, mm -hmm. As we talk about control, it was like, well, it was uncomfortable. You know? Yeah. But, uh, That's also growth when you finally can acknowledge that mm -hmm. you see something that is in yourself yeah. that you're like, wait a minute, I need mm -hmm. to work on this. So that's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. But it's, sometimes we get so used to being a certain way. We just think it's the norm. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of a, unless we know it's actually there's something wrong, then there's no motivation or drive to actually change. You know. Sure. Right. Um, yeah. So um, there are actually but, but five but types of boundaries. Yes. Um, they have emotional, material, mm. time and energy, yeah. and um, physical and mental. So mm. it's not just like one simple thing. It mm. branches out to all these different avenues. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But we all we all tend to set set boundaries with people, don't we? Whether we're conscious or unconscious of it, like you know, we kind of um, I don't know. Uh, you you mentioned boundaries. I I I view them as kind of walls up. Like do you know what I mean? I will I yeah. will. I don't mind spending time with somebody, but do you know what I mean. Ten minutes uh, ten minutes is your limit. You know, we'll go for a cup of coffee, have a chat. That's it. Right, you know, right. That that is my 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 boundary. Like, but okay. Something I would add isn't like. Some people can build boundaries like like they're building metaphorical walls, but mm -hmm. they build them metaphorical walls walls so high they actually build themselves a prison, like you know. Yes, it can be, quite and that, lonely. That can be sad. Mm. It can be. 
Mm. You know, and, and I think that's the same thing. Like you said, it's, you know, um, they they're trying to protect themselves. Yeah. And that's the only way they think that they can versus realizing if they set up an actual different type of boundary and mm. just tell people don't do this, they can do the same thing mm. just in a more healthy environment. But it's, it's coming to the realization that, you know, not everybody's good or not everybody's bad, like in general, even though people are capable of both, they're technically both, yes. aren't they? We're all very yes. much great, like capable of yes. uh, doing some horrific stuff and also capable of doing some, some great stuff. Yeah. That just made me smile because something happened this morning. I was on, on my way to get my haircut, as you noticed. Yes, nice haircut, by the way. Very Thank nice. You. You know, Looking some, sharp. Some trainee hairdresser. I oh, no. <laughs> Thank them very much. They, no, they did a fantastic job. In yeah, they did. Um, where was I going with this? Yes, I was just walking down the street. I'll share this with you all. I was walking down the street. This person like, overtook me. I was like walking on ahead and 20 pound or you know, the American equivalent is $20 fell out of his pocket. Was, and I live in one of them areas that people generally don't kind of, you know, if you see a wallet on the ground, it's not going to be handed into the police, you know, it's that kind of area. But I was like, I picked up the 20 pound note and I just kind of like, okay, I've got to catch up with him. He was just going to the, um, the ATM. So I was like, mm-hmm. caught up with him, tapped him on the shoulder. I think he thought I was going to rob him. Oh. <laughs> like, dude, did you drop this? He was like, yes. You know, it's like, he was just the look of shock. You know, I was oh. just like, what? You know, I mean, shook my hand and, you know, kind of. Yeah. See, that's, but that's great. I mean, it just shows you. And you know, it's funny, you did a reverse boundary. The guy turned around afraid and had, because you invaded his personal boundaries yeah. of space, mm. right? So <laughs> there's another example. But, but I like to think I came with good intentions. You know, here is your yes. money back. Well, see, that's the other thing. Some people who have so many boundaries mm. are going to keep good people out. Yeah. And, and that's why it's healthy to realize that mm. it's important to have boundaries. Mm. But, um, you know, set up guidelines of how you want to be treated is, yeah. is what you have to focus mm. on. Not just protect mm. yourself, but it's how to be treated with mm. respect. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's also I think people sort of like attract or they attach to, to people they know are just going to be bad people for one of a bad, better word because they're so used to it and it kind of becomes comfortable and familiar yes Do you know what I mean and then when somebody um good comes along or mm-hmm. actually treats them with respect and dignity you see they kind of go into panic mode it's like you know I mean? they're, kind of like, really want. they're overly yeah. suspicious like why are you being nice to me like you know because it, they're not used to yeah. it it's unusual and then right? they it's tend unfamiliar tend, then they tend to push the good people away but like hold on to the bad people like it's yes it's, you know it's all it's all sort of some kind of trauma symptom, like, you know, yes, but, definitely. Yeah. But, so, but not a lot of people kind of like take a step back and go, okay, what has become familiar patterns for me? Because we all, all of us, whether we like to admit it or not, work in patterns. It's only when you realize it's an issue that you can change. So, you know, it's um, interesting. Yeah, well, so, okay, so let's keep on moving along. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay, well, here's some examples of some yeah. weak boundaries. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't speak up even yeah. if you're treated poorly. That's mm-hmm. a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you give too much of your time and energy. Yep. Uh, you feel underappreciated or taken for mm-hmm. granted. Mm-hmm. You say yes when you really want to say no. Yeah. Uh, you feel guilty for doing something for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're constantly making sacrifices for others at your own expense. Mm-hmm. So those are like some good examples to, to discuss because I, I know I've done a bunch of those. <laughs> boundaries is a big thing I'm working on. <laughs> um, it sounds like my marriage, to be honest. That's, that's what that was. Um, uh, <laughs> like, talk about losing yourself. Like, no, no. Yeah. Um, Have you ever uh, not spoken up if someone was treating you badly? 
Yes, but not not for the reasons you would think. You would think like not not through so much through fear. It's just like I've I lost. I just come to the point where I could see that person as the probably the horrible monster that they are. Mm-hmm. I, and I just part of you. Well, you just kind of like stop caring, so they can just um, basically say whatever, and just like you just kind of think I don't care. Do you know I mean, you just kind of walk off, you know, it's just yeah, like, and that's, you know? that's a great example because is that the right thing to do? Or should you set up a boundary and say, don't, don't talk to me about, don't talk to me like that. I'm, I'm, I would suggest the most powerful thing you can do is, is basically get as much distance from that person as possible. Just simply walk off. You don't need to respond because sometimes um, silence is the most powerful, um, do you know what I mean? Powerful sound in the world. Like it's also the loudest sound, I think. Um, yeah. I'll, would, be ex- I'll, I'll sort of add to that like um, in a certain relationship like when I come to the point like uh, I've seen this person for an absolute uh, I'm, I'm going to use the term monster I, I, did not, I did not like this person at all I just kind okay. of you know I'd emotionally disconnected and mentally disconnected and it was just kind of ah, you know they, they, they would start with all their spiel and all their lies and BS and do you know what I mean? Gaslighting and whatever. Yeah. Like, and I would just simply, I'm just going to walk away. I'm going to go into the front room and I am just going to, do you know what I mean? You're not feeding into it. That's why you're not giving them the power of that attention. And by walking away, you've ended it. Yeah. Because if you, you, you keep giving them the attention, cause that's really what they want, isn't it? You know, keep giving them the attention. They'll just do it more and more and more and more and more. Like, you know, yes. they're, they're kind of, uh, but it's, You're looking it's, for a reaction. But yeah. it's, it's really it's really funny because you can do this to a certain personality type, narcissists, mm-hmm. right? And it just <laughs> makes them so angry, like you know. Yeah. And then their heads are just plotting revenge. They're like, <laughs> you know, as I as I was on the um, receiving end of last year, which was fun, Aww. you know. But it's it's life. It's all it's all a learning, and you know, everybody has their own issues, and they've all been yeah. through stuff. It's made them who they are. But you know, I mean, it still doesn't give them the right to be complete. Beep. I'll edit that bit out. Okay, so here's another one. Okay, so we talked about giving too much of your time and energy. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people do that. Some of them, they say it's kind of, um, they're trying to be people pleasers. Um, uh, but that's, that's, that's because they need the validation of other people, isn't it? They're, they're kind of... Yes. I, I they love don't want this. people to think bad of them, they, you know, or they don't want confrontation. Some some people are trying to maintain this I am perfect image, like you know. Yeah. They're, they're never wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you know? no, it's true. It's so a, what, that's a complete fallacy because we're all why, we why are, is it wrong to just be yourself? Who, who cares if you're not perfect? You're not supposed to be. Nobody's because, perfect. Because we seem to live in a world in a society where everybody's expected to fit in and to conform to society's norms. Like, you know, you just, just look yeah. at Look at everybody. It's like the whole, I use Apple as an example, like everybody having an iPhone, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got to be part of this society. To, you yeah. know, they don't, they don't want to step out of their comfort zone or society's comfort zone. Maybe it's, it's a primal kind of protection thing that we really haven't grown out of. The psychological term is actually um, social cognition. Um, I'm not a psychologist, or I don't have a degree in psychology. I just know a little bit about bits yes. and pieces because you know, I don't know everything. I'm still <laughs> learning myself, you know. Eternal life students. Exactly. Yes. All right. So here's another one. This one I've, I've had happen. Yeah. says mm-hmm. you feel guilty for doing something for yourself. Okay. Now, this could be broken up in many different ways. But mm-hmm. let's say your family invites you to go somewhere and yeah. you choose not to because mm-hmm. you have something else you want to do. That's mm-hmm. equally as impor- important. Mm-hmm. 
So you're setting up a boundary by saying, no, even though you're family, I have my own thing, my own agenda that I need to do. But you may then feel guilty because you're saying, you know, I really should go be with my family. That's the right thing to do. That's this is, you know, the social accepted thing to do. Yeah. You know, I really didn't check the microphone on this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Sorry. um, I I, I do not think the very fact that you're questioning that you don't want to go or spend time with maybe a friend, a family, a partner, delete where appropriate is the answer to the very question. Like it's, it's, it's obviously you don't view them that they're giving you a kind of a reciprocation of how you treat them. It's just like, Mm. well, I've kind of lost the want to spend time with you because, you know, I know we all love our families, good or bad, don't we? Sometimes it's just best to. (laughs) Right. And and that could be setting up that boundary that you need, you know, just for yourself, for your Mm. own reasons that you need it. Cause Mm. it could be that, you know, maybe that family isn't very healthy (laughs) and that's what you need. You need to have that space. Hmm. and they need to respect it what would you recommend if you set up those boundaries but yet they don't um, respect those boundaries at that point you have to like you say walk away Hmm. you know show them that you mean it and they're gonna either respect you or Hmm. they're gonna be forced to accept it Mm -hmm. Um, because it's your life and no matter how much they're trying to control it see go back to control of what they want Hmm. is your boundary for your own life yeah Right. I'll, I'll share I've, I've kind of like cut off from a lot of family and friends in the last mm-hmm. 18 months no not 18 months maybe the last three or four years just for simple mm-hmm. um do you know what I mean because because you kind of like you set your boundary and they're like you're still not respecting it yeah as you just said you just I, I just don't you know, just cut yeah. them off just just let them go do you know what I mean don't yeah. get me wrong if any family member that I've I have distanced myself from was actually in trouble I'd be there in a flash because family's still family at the end of the day but wanting to actually spend any time with them Nope. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I, and, I value and my mental health. It's a healthy boundary. It's it's mm. not an unhealthy boundary. Like you said, you're there, you're still their family. Mm. It's just you need your space. Yeah. You know? That's it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about um can, can, oh, go ahead? I, I would interject because we we kind of like I don't know, we're kind of like paint, painting out that maybe like we we're, we're kind of like perfect people and all these other people are toxic, like but oh, no. <laughs> the truth is we're all toxic in somebody's story. I know I've been toxic yes. to people. Like I put my hands up to that, you know. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of people I'll probably have to write letters to and apologize to John in a later date, but that's a later date. You know. But um it's just just to, it's just to point out like um it's easy, it's easy to point the finger at someone, but you've got to yes. remember there's always three pointing back, you know? This is, this is true. Like we, right? we, are all, we are all toxic. We all have our flaws because we are human. Yes. <laughs> I like pointing that out. Yes, human. you do. But it, no, it's, it's very true. And I think that's why learning boundaries and learning how to respect boundaries mm. is it's a two-part deal, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I have no problem respecting a boundary. I have a problem putting up a boundary because I, I am an overgiver, I guess you would mm-hmm. call it. I, I like to go out of my way to help people, but then it will drain myself, you know, um, or everybody else then wants something okay. and I have to learn how to say no. <laughs> you're, you're, you're treating people the way that not so much expecting, but the, you're treating people the way that you need to be treated in order to. I think yeah. it's. It'd be nice, but I don't think it's just that. I think it's that I know what it feels like. Mm. So I, I'm more willing to help where other people are just like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Mm. So to me, it actually kind of bothers me if I see something and it mm. could be 
fixed and I know mm-hmm. how to do it. It's almost like, well, why wouldn't I do that? Mm-hmm. You know, but that's the boundary where I can't fix everything or I'll have nothing left for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the piece where I have to learn how to say no. But what if you gave yourself that, that amount of attention, love, self-care, um, personal development, energy, you know, instead of, because we, we, we do, I think we kind of like expect, I hate that word expectations. Like, you know, I mean, if you expect things from people, you're only going to end up in disappointment. Yes. You know, that's one thing life has taught me. Me but too. If, but if we expect things of ourselves, we, or, not, or, or we focus on ourselves and go, okay, what can I do to make myself a better person? I emphasize this word better person. How can I maybe not negate or, or deal with um, either past traumas or our flaws or our toxic traits? Because it's not really the person that's toxic. It's just traits. Yeah. It's just the symptoms of whatever we've been through. Yeah. Yeah. But it is us, and I emphasize this, us, it's our responsibility to, to deal with them. You know, yes. and sometimes that could be quite frightening as I'm finding out in the last week working at Heights don't like it. Oh. <laughs> I'm how, is the, how is the job going? Well, it's, it's hard to explain to someone because I work at little scissor lifts and I go up and do bits and pieces. Like, it's just quite scary. But it's like trying to explain to them, it's not the heights that I fear. It's, it's I am prepositioned to be, I don't mind sharing this, to be quite suicidal. So I get this impulse to jump. <laughs> it's really hard to explain to your boss. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. uh, so I just wear a harness. I'm not wearing it to stop me falling out. I'm wearing it to stop me jumping. See, but that's good. That's something that you're able to realize that if you can do that extra step, yeah. you're helping prevent that, that feeling or that, you, you know, you're helping yourself. And, and that's good. That's really good. But it's, it's, it's made me kind of realize I've got a lot of unresolved trauma within me. Like, you know, I, I, I won't mention what, but I was, I yeah. don't know, witness to something in 2001, which is still resonates quite deeply. Uh, it's probably why I don't like being in, in closed spaces or, or I always need to have an escape route, right. so to speak, you know, but, um, yeah. <laughs> Okay. for another day <laughs> <laughs> that'll be a different topic we've got lots of topics to discuss so that'll be a different topic boundaries. all right so then okay we talked about uh weak boundaries let's talk about mm-hmm. some you know um helpful he- healthy boundaries okay, okay. Mm-hmm. so um you have the right to be treated with respect mm-hmm. by by both yourself and others you yeah. have to remember you you are hardest on yourself sometimes mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you almost have to give yourself a boundary, <laughs> you mm. know, it sounds funny, but you know, don't, don't talk bad to yourself, mm. no matter what's going on or look at the full picture. Right. Well, you see that on memes and posts quite a lot. We, we are what we tell ourselves, like, you know, yes. you tell, tell yourselves you can, and we, we're good people. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we keep telling, then we're more inclined to do good things. Like, you know, but right. if you tell yourself I'm a bad person, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're more inclined to do bad things. It's true. But yeah, so and I think it's, it's, it's part of the healing process of just realizing, you know, you're human, both mm. good and bad, mm. but um, you can set up those boundaries to help yourself grow and, and do mm. better. Mm. Right? Yeah. Just like you did when you when you wore the harness, you know, yeah. that's a good example. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind, of, kind of weird, though, isn't it, that the people aren't, uh, I don't know, just thinking back to the, the finding the 20-pound note on the floor this morning, part of me did kind of go, shall I keep it? Yeah. <laughs> that's human but but it's it's that you you kind of like your brain gives you two choices you can keep it or don't you know I mean locate this person and, and give them the money and it's just you know it's and one day you might do one thing and another day you might do another it just depends on what you're going through i i, I randomly like even though my brain was going oh keep it keep it i, I have no <laughs> money's just paper to me i, I yeah. what if because you keep it but like 
it's, it's not in my my um, nature to do that. I will. I would like to think I will always make that right choice. Right. So, I mean, don't get me wrong, because that thought was in my head, I, I might have a bad day and I might make the wrong choice, you know. But you kind of think that £20 note might mean the difference between his family eating, do you know what I mean, for a couple of days, you know. We, we don't see, you know, it's all like cause and effect, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Not, uh, you know. And I, I like to think I gave him a little bit of faith in humanity today. And, and it's kind that's, of, that's what it's all about, right? And I think the next time he's walking down the street and he finds money, he's going to be like, or a wallet, he'd be like, He's going to remember that guy gave me my money back. Then he's going to be more inclined to maybe hand into a police station or find the, find the person. And it has a knock-on effect. Little things. Yes. Um, but but we we're talking about boundaries and I keep diverging. That's okay. Okay, so um, hold on. Okay, another one is you have the right to make uh, your needs as important as others. So that could go back to like a family inviting you to something, but you have something you have to do already. Okay. Um, you it's okay you you're allowed to make yours priority okay right this is weirdly something i have been been in the background been been actually thinking about and okay. let, me, let me explain this putting in putting your needs first like isn't it before others that's that's basically what you see mm-hmm. i would counter that with okay you've got this list of needs that need to be need to be met right maybe um you have certain traits where you just have this constant need for attention and validation of other people, or, um, you know, you're looking for others to find solutions constantly, mm-hmm. which, okay. You're setting yourself boundaries. So you're saying, okay, person A and person B and person C, I need help doing next one. But it can be quite draining. Mm-hmm. Do you know I mean, for the person it's that first realization, well, what can I do myself? Right. Do you know what I mean? I think that should be the first step. Okay. Mm-hmm. What can I do myself? What can I research? Cause we've all got Google. Right. right? And then do as much as that as we can. And then realize, well, why am I needing so much attention or validation of other people? Okay, I need to, to work on that. So first step is always try and find solutions yourself. And if you can't, if you get to a stuck or a crossroads, then it's a good time. Like, but to be solely reliant on other people, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? You're not really setting a boundary with yourself and you're not setting a boundary with other people. You're kind of being over-reliant, which can be so tiring for yes. other people. Yes. Because I've, I've been you're giving the power sometimes. away that, you know, you know it could, it, you're giving it to other people. It, it, it's yeah. something that you yourself mm. need to learn how to do. Yeah. Because yeah. it's just, do you know what I mean? It's a kind of like, it's a control thing as well. Like, do you, know I mean? you kind of like constantly need that person's brain to, to find, do you know what I mean? To basically live your life for them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like, I'm going to handle my responsi- my own personal responsibilities. And I emphasize this word, personal yeah. responsibilities. I'll put that up up there somewhere. Right? <laughs> On to somebody else, like, you know? And then you kind of, you're expecting them to have all the answers and you put them in some like uh, guru-like status. And then mm-hmm. and, um, you end up just getting frustrated and annoyed with them because they, because we're all human and they're never going to live up to that, that, um, that pedestal you've put them on or, um, you know. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. All right, here's the next one. You ready? Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. Okay, we, we talked about this before. You have the right to accept your mistakes and not be hard on yourself about it. And I think that's that's a big one because a lot of people will beat themselves up if they do something wrong and, and they just have to realize they're human, right? Like we say, not it's, all good, not all bad, and, and we're learning every day. Yeah. It's something we should tell each other. We should we should tell ourselves, drop me on each other, that we are simply all just human and we're all none of us is perfect, right? Especially me. Right. <laughs> so 
and and we're because we're human we we are we are we make errors we make the wrong choice you know but that's how you learn and, and yes yes exactly you kind of want to like go okay it's like take a step back learn from it and go okay how can i not make the same mistake again or exactly. i've that's done this action day. i have done this action and it's caused this kind of consequence okay how can i a rectify it even if that means apologizing to somebody yeah. which is do you know what i mean a very very mature and, and adult thing to do yeah. or um you know how, how can i how can i ah where's i going <laughs> <laughs> um okay remind me again my brains oh that's okay um how to accept your mistakes without being hard on yourself yes you just need to remind yourself that you're human yes. and it's okay to make mistakes just learn from them because if you don't learn from them the universe god delete where appropriate will just make keep making you make the same mistake over and over and over and again until you learn it <laughs> yeah. and i'm going to point out that the very definition of madness is doing the same thing expecting a different result True. Very true. Oh, I've been mad for quite a long, quite a long time. When you say quite long years, then. Uh, okay, so here's the next one. It says you have the right to change your mind. That's a big one. Oh, I, need to go, I need to go back and changing the okay, thought process. It yes. doesn't happen overnight. You just got to oh, like, yes. keep telling yourself, like whenever you're mindful, to um, okay. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> Oh, the last two. It just does, hang on, it does just take time to, to, to change the mindset. Like, you know, I mean, if you do it religiously, you can change anything to make it into become a habit within seven days. But that's, you've got to be like brutally honest with yourself. Yes. Right. <laughs> so. Okay, so then, um, okay, we were talking about you have the right to change your mind. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people, they get um, upset mm -hmm. because maybe you you were doing one thing and they thought okay this is this is how you've always done it you know but you're growing and now you've changed and uh that's okay you're allowed to you mm -hmm. know and that's the thing that people have to realize that that that's acceptable just because they're used to it one way doesn't mean that the other one has to mm -hmm. do it their way i tend to find the people that get upset are generally the ones that need sort of a certain level of consistency with a person because they live mm -hmm. in a, a permanent state of anxiety and anything mm -hmm. outside of okay if you t tell them i'm gonna do this i'm going to drive you to work tomorrow and then you don't drive them to work tomorrow it's it sets off this this negative chain and it goes and a lot of people as a, us as humans like when we get quite anxious and scared what, what do we do we do the flip side of it and we just turn it into anger it's just like why right well, but um yeah, yeah. Okay, we have another one of, let's see, you have a right to your own time. This is a big one for me. Um, I'm trying to learn part of it, mm. but even like, let's say for work, okay? Mm -hmm. um, when I come home from work, I work at a hospital, it's yep. 24 hours, mm. so it's open all the time. When I get home from work, I'm at home, that's mm. it. But I get calls all night long from work because it's open 24 hours. Mm. So they're they're not respecting my personal boundary of being my home time, you know. And, mm. so, you know, it's one thing if it's an emergency, but it's mm. another if it's just a question that could have waited until I went into work the following day. Mm -hmm. Okay. How about okay. you? Having the right to your own time. Anyone ever invade your privacy for that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say I've had this happen to me and I'm the type of person that I'll give you an example. I got 
if I ever go to a pub or coffee shop, I will just dive into other people's conversations. <laughs> it's something I need to be mindful of to respect other people's boundaries. And maybe that's a good one. <laughs> they, they don't need my input all the time. <laughs> like, you know, especially um, people that like to hand out leaflets on whatever topic in the middle of town. I will just go to educate people. <laughs> uh, no, explain why I'm right. <laughs> I don't. It's what, I explain why I think I'm right. There's a difference there. I think I'm right doesn't make me right i think yeah. But, um but yeah no um respecting respecting boundaries and, and we're all entitled to time and if we just need to to take a step step back even if in work we just need to time to dissociate and or to ground ourselves like um people should respect that and if they don't you either move yourself to another location or you just tell them you just be brutally honest and go listen go away i'm chilling yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to be like just to emphasize the point. It's not that you hate them. You're just emphasizing the point and people will pick up on that. It's like, ooh, the best not annoy him. I'm going to go somewhere else. Yeah, but I mean, but communication is definitely key when mm. it comes to setting up boundaries because mm. people can't read your mind, yeah. you know, um, so you have to learn how to voice it. Mm. And I think a lot of times people are, you know, if you're not comfortable mm. with it, mm. um, taking little baby steps, even saying the word no, mm. it sounds funny to some people, yeah. it, it is very hard. So if you start off just with a simple no, in the beginning, mm. it will gradually get easier for you to then start to explain what it is that you need from other people. But, but for some people, it's hard to, um, they can't really communicate, like even as adults, how, mm. how they feel. I, I touched on this earlier on. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. can't say, do you know what I mean? Or they, they try to convey how they're feeling. Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? By maybe, I don't know, I'll give you some examples. Like I, I, um, some people will play music to try and mm -hmm. emphasize a point or they'll, I don't know, act out. Maybe, I don't know, break a cup. Right. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> something, I give it, I give random examples. I'll throw a pot and pan at you. Ah, Joyce. Um, it, um, yeah, but they, they think in their heads, they think they've communicated how they feel with you. Like, you know? But really, like to the end of the night, it's just like, okay, this person's like mad. You know? <laughs> so, so there's a total lack of, you know, it's kind of, oh. It yeah. is, there's it a disconnect in the words, basically, yeah. however yeah. they're wording it, whether music or verbally or through a cup. Yeah, I, I, just, <laughs> I just wanted to emphasize that, that people that do that, especially as adults, I say this strongly to you all, please go and see a counselor, psychiatrist and deal with what, Ever unresolved trauma that you have and learn to communicate properly like because uh -huh. to be on the other side of that don't mean when you're acting out is not a nice place to be just pointing that out i have to be brutally honest now no, that's fine that's what we're here we're trying to you know educate people and and, and show them different things to look out for yeah. right no. so with that here's some tools for yeah. setting emotional boundaries okay Mm -hmm. So step one is to identify what you are lacking. So, for example, let's say it's communication, right? Mm -hmm. um, step two is to identify what's blocking you from communicating. And that's what mm -hmm. you had just said. If you don't know what's causing it or you have some unresolved trauma, mm -hmm. you need to figure out what it is so that you can mm -hmm. work on it. Mm -hmm. Right? Do, do, you think um, do you think it's fear of, of um, rejection that stops a lot of people um, communicating how they feel? Some people, some so. people, I think it's, um, they don't know how to put it in words. Mm. Like I have a lot of issues communicating certain things. I admit mm. that, but it's usually because I don't think the other person can understand it. I don't mean it in an intellectual way. Mm -hmm. I mean it, they haven't experienced it. So I don't know what's the right words to use. Yeah. If that makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. 
They can't you know? empathize with it. They can't put themselves yeah. in. So how do you explain it if you don't think they'd understand? It's like me trying to tell you what it's like to be a woman. Mm. You won't understand because yeah. you're not a woman. <laughs> well, this is, you know. <laughs> this is 2021. Like, I'm going to identify. It's like, you, I don't know what it's like to be a man. <laughs> we can write our I'm names in the snow. No. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you can give some examples, but they'll never truly understand it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then the ones that do are generally the people that have been through trauma themselves. And they just yeah. end up with two people. Wow, you understand me so deeply. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's Are you funny. later than married? But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny that you do find that the, the connection of the, the way that they can talk. It's yeah. weird. But it doesn't solve the problem because they both got this problem that they can't solve. And do you know what I mean? Because it's, it's like they understand they have a problem, but they can't yeah. solve the problem. Do you know what yes. I mean? it's, it's kind and of... that's, that's where the next thing is to do everything to break down those boundaries. Mm. After you identify what's blocking you, then you can mm. actually start to practice mm. with different tools. You have mm. to find out what it is, mm. you know, that the issue is and mm. then start to work on it and then see, you know, see what works. Some yep. things aren't going to work and then you try something else. There's, there's yeah. so much available to you that if you really, if you're really interested, mm. then you'll do the work. You'll, yeah. you'll see what can happen, you know? But, but it, it takes time for, for something to change a habit because our, our cycles, our routines are just simply just a habit. We do, we do things out of, yeah. So, we, and it, it also takes choice, cope with the, right? Yeah. You, you, mm. you have to choose to do it because if you mm. don't, then someone forcing you isn't going to help it either, no. right? Mm. You have to want to do it, mm-hmm. right? This is, this is very, very true. This yes. Is, you have to. Okay, so but, then... But last, lastly on that, I just want to point out, listen, having toxic traits, right, bad habits, um, I don't know, whatever would define as a personality disorder, mental illness, delete where appropriate, does not make you a bad person. It still just makes you human. Yes. So, and, and going, okay, I have this flaw, let's say, I'll give you an example of mine. I always like to think that I'm right. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is a flaw, right, yeah. within, within me, because I know it irritates most people. But um, okay, I'm but you're taking, aware of it. Yeah, I'm taking steps. It's it's understanding that I it's just me explaining. I think I'm right as opposed yes. to I am right. But it doesn't make me a bad person. The very fact that I have that trait is just no. you know, I know where it stems from. That, you know, I mean, I've, I've figured it out, and it's like okay, I'm going to change that. But also, if you tell people mm. that you are aware of it, mm. then they know. Okay, that's just that's just part of who he is, and mm. he's working on it. Right. Yeah. But then they shouldn't enable it. Saying, saying, okay, I have this trait. Like I'm, you know, I mean, the one I just mentioned. I can do nothing about it. it it's just becomes endless. You have to just work, then work on that. And just understand. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, I'm going to modify. I'm going to change certain, certain, some parts of my behavior, the language that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it helps you. Thus, what it goes on, you kind of thinking, what well, doesn't make you a bad person? What it does, it helps you connect with other people and yourself. Yes. You know I mean? More, more honestly and in a more. Um, socially positive way okay so now I'm going to talk about some examples Mm. of uh, boundaries and things that uh, people could try to do right okay Okay. so for example all right here's one personal space all right have you ever had okay I don't know if you're a hugger Mm. like do you like to run up and give people hugs I hug people in work all the time uh, and I I had a feeling you would be a hugger (laughs) I do it to make people feel uncomfortable. Like, oh. <laughs> okay, see, that's just it. You're using it as, you know, 
as a way of invading people's boundary. <laughs> most of the time, no, most of the time, it's just comforting people because you can tell yeah. when somebody says, like, "Come on, give me a hug." No? Well, and it's funny because there's a difference. Mm. There's the, um, I guess, the safe way mm. where you're comfortable with that person, so it's okay. Mm. Then you have the uncomfortable way where you have a stranger going up and trying to give you a hug that is not accept that is not wanted. They didn't ask for it, so you're like, "Wait, you're in my space." <laughs> okay, if if the stranger was a good-looking male, right? Would uh-huh. it matter so much? It, for me, it would because I I don't want anyone in my space without okay. invitation. Okay, I, I just had to put that in there. <laughs> you know, um... I'm not saying I wouldn't look at them and admire them, but they don't get into my space. <laughs> Human, right? The stranger hugs me. I'm checking my wallet, my phone, and my keys. See, you know? exactly. There, there's certain things. But, okay, if you're around friends or family, it might be okay, right? So there's different levels of the boundaries and who it is and, and that type of thing. Um, okay, here's another one. Unsolicited advice. This is a big one. Um, people love to give their opinion. Strangers give opinions. Family loves to give opinions. <laughs> so um, this is something that you have to be able to kind of stop right away um, or they'll continue that. Would you agree? Let's let's just be brutally honest about this. Like us as humans, we hate people telling us what to do. Right? You know? we, yes. we do. It's yeah. like, because ah, I think we, we understand that other, this other person's human. And it's just like, well, your life is so perfect. And there's you giving me advice. That's true. It's quite ironic <laughs> considering we're doing a podcast, like basically giving people <laughs> advice. But it's, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't we're know. It's, da- it's down to them what they, they, they take away from these. But yes. the best way to, to help somebody, I think we've mentioned this in every single video, is simply just to listen. Yes. You know, right. or listen and show is better right. than telling Telling and forcing right yeah something i i I am so guilty do you know i mean i I will always voice oh you should do this you should do that have you tried this i am it's 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 you know um my rule of thumb is always wait until someone asks something i need to incorporate into my life right just like you can listen yeah you don't have to give your (laughs) own personal story (laughs) you don't have to give your own opinion (laughs) unless they ask If they ask, okay, game on. You can share as much as you want. Mm. Um, And that—that's kind of a good rule of thumb I've learned over life. Okay, something I'm I'm incorporating into my day. Yes. I have um I have a really good friend. Um, I think I have. It's like you should try this. You should try that. (laughs) She she hates it when I try to tell her stuff uh, but it is it's it's what it's an understanding that generally people just need a listening ear and they'll figure out the, uh, the solutions themselves okay so here's here's a question mm. what about family okay you got your parents let's mm. just say you know um they're kind of used to telling you what to do as you grow up right mm. you gotta do this you gotta do that that type of thing but after you cer- you reach a certain age now you're an adult and you can do, you have your own mind set up, you know, your own things that you want to do, but sometimes they can't take that step back. They're still trying to boss you around and tell you what to do. <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> I, uh, unfortunately, I think I, a lot of parents have that problem. I, I, I was adopted and I technically had two really awful families. I don't mind saying that. I'm going to share right. that. I don't really think I'm, I'm well qualified to comment on this. I'm going to let you answer this. Okay. I will, so, I will have a all right. Well, 
All right, here's here is a dumb example. Okay, it just happened this week, but it just shows you um, sometimes how you think you're right, but you need to you know be quiet mm-hmm. and and learn because mm-hmm. sometimes you could learn something from your child too. Mm-hmm. So we bought a new shower curtain. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm talking about a shower curtain. Uh, with the shower curtain, I had to put in like that liner on. Ooh. the inside and, and hang it with the hooks and all that good stuff yep. well it was too short so now mm. i have this open space in the shower so the water's going to come out right my son tells me i put the curtain rod up wrong he said if i if i just put it through the holes that it would fit and it would mm. cover the whole thing i'm the parent of course i know better right <laughs> so he says just trust me i know what i'm doing I'm like, no way i even like kind of measured with my eyes and i'm like he doesn't know he doesn't know so I go to work, I come home and the curtain fits perfectly because he fixed it since I wouldn't listen. Mm. Now, today, when he wakes up, I have to go apologize and let him know that he was right and that I should have respected the fact that he, you know, he's growing and he has mm. his own valid points of view. Mm. But being the parent and trying to control the outcome because <laughs> I thought I knew better. Right. Um, I would have just left it that way without even giving it a thought. So it's a silly, it's a shower curtain story. Yes, I know, but there's a lesson in there. You know, you, you can't, just because you think you know best doesn't mean you do. And it's important to listen to others, mm-hmm. even if they're younger mm-hmm. or your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I add, I can't, don't mean, that, that was beautifully described actually. Thank that you. Was. <laughs> talk about it's like doing good things it's it's i i think the right term doing good and bad is actually quite subjective because sometimes in your head you can think you're doing the right thing or a good thing but really in the greater scheme of things it's not if you for example somebody that's always kind of kind of technically touched on it earlier on that um some people will they, they constantly need that att- need attention and they will deliberately create situations in which in order to get attention whether it's good or bad and if you constantly come and kind of because you you know we're good natured people we don't like seeing people suffer and we're constantly coming to the rescue being the white knight so to speak like um i mean it's actually just enables their behavior it just makes them kind of like validates that being that way is okay like you know even though we think we're doing the right thing Mm -hmm. it's like oh i mean i'll bail you out of this or i mean i'll give give you a come and give you a lift home because you've got i don't know stranded in the middle of town or somewhere like or um I'll come home from work because, you know, you've broken something. Yeah. Think of examples. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, it, it's, no, it's, it's true. They have to learn on their own. You mm. can't always be there. Mm. And you actually kind of, you enable them not learning. Yeah. Right. And you, you force them to rely on you when they need to learn how to mm. rely on themselves. Because we, we, we talk because this is beautiful in the sense of control and boundaries. Like that yeah. person is technically trying to control you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And you need to set a boundary with them. Not so much, let's say you're a parent and a child, it's, it's your responsibility as a child to basically be there to, for them, what, whatever, not because they're children. You know what I mean? They're not technically responsible for their own actions. They're still learning. But if you have like an adult friend, a relative, a thing, and they constantly need that kind of saving or even a, like a partner, they're always playing the, the, the victim or whatever. Like, you know, you need yeah. to set a boundary with them and say, look, you're an adult. You know, there's obviously some things that you need to um, resolve and work on and deal with. I'm, I'm not going to always be there to think I've got to have my own life that yeah. I am responsible for. And that, that um, not saying it takes a, well, it takes a priority, 
mm-hmm. you know, but, but it should, it should be look after yourself, feed yourself, and then you can feed others, you know? Yeah. So exactly. something to be just to be mindful of because I, I have I've spent a lot of my life you know maybe just trying to fix help save mm-hmm. random people like you know it's kind of we do that all the time when you do is end up using yourself you have to set a boundary like you say you know yeah. set a boundary with yourself and set your boundary That's... exactly and and like you said also you, you know you gotta take care of yourself first yeah. focus on yourself first mm-hmm. heal yourself once you make yourself stronger mm-hmm. you know then you can use that to help others right yes all right any more questions super kimberly uh, no i think actually that was a good way to end it to just okay. show how you you have to focus on yourself heal set up those boundaries yep. with yourself and for others and then eventually you'll be able to help others as well thank you all very much you wonderful people don't forget to like and comment if you yes, agree please. or disagree with anything that's mentioned in this podcast i would just like to add this is just our personal perspective and opinion it's not actual right. fact don't mean so feel free to disagree because we would like yeah. to learn as much from you as I hope you learn from us. Yes. All right. Thank you. Very Have much. a good day. Anything you want else you want would like to add, Kimberly? We are all eternal life students just learning from each other. And I hope that you continue uh, to watch our show. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Ah.